Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy to assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Progressive Britain podcast. This is the review show for the single market episode. Each week we will do a short extra episode replying to your feedback and questions and giving out prizes to the best ones. I'm Connor Pope, Deputy Editor of Progress, and I'm joined by Progress Director Richard Angel. We're going to be going through some of the responses from listeners, announce the winner of the coveted centrist dad t-shirt, and look at the Westminster fallout from our podcast Brexit discussion. First up, let's hear what happened when Progress Chair Alison McGovern took on Theresa May in Parliament this week. The Prime Minister is proposing that we want a thing and the opposite of that thing. How will she resolve this obvious contradiction? Alison isn't with us today. She'll return for Tuesday's show next week. But Richard, that question seemed like the perfect follow-up to what we'd been talking about in the discussion earlier this week. Alison got to the nub of the issue, I thought, and not on just behalf of Progress, but all of the Labour MPs who are in there, seeing Theresa May stand up and say she wants all of the benefits for being part of the EU, the customs union and the single market, but to make none of the contributions, abide by any of the rules, or to have to be part of the club in some way. And I think that's clearly a contradiction that Alison put a coach and horses through the middle of. Well done her, and I think she did us really proud. There was a great bit, actually, as Theresa May responded to Alison's question, the Parliament cameras cut back to Alison's reaction. It was literally just her shrugging her shoulders and and basically shouting, what does that mean? (laughs) It was a kind of perfect Alison moment, I thought. But it wasn't just in Westminster that kind of we'd moved the debate on. So I think we're going to start off by looking at some of the Twitter reaction that we've had this week. First up, Richard's revelation that he once gave an entire speech to the National Union of Students based around the lyrics to Angels by Robbie Williams prompted a bit of response. Leron Vellerman asked if any video of the speech still exists, does it, Richard? Thankfully, it does not, and I'm sure that it is not online anywhere, which I am very, very appreciative of. That would have been a brilliant follow-up, I think. Does it at least uh, exist in a kind of written form? I fear it might be on my email somewhere, but I'm definitely not going to try and track it I feel, down. I feel like a Christmas podcast special. You're moment. not having it, Connor. It's not <laughs> going to be the next part of your stand-up routine. <laughs> uh, Robbie Young, had, uh, who's the, currently the vice president of the NUS, hit back at Alison scoffing at student politics and slammed her online opinion as unpopular. 
Alison obviously isn't here to respond, but I'm sure if she would, she would apologise for the offence that she caused to Robbie and the brilliant Labour activists <laughs> in the NUS and all those great people that are coming through our party on that important route. And of course, stand with her on the most important issue of staying in the single market. So I think Alison actually responded to Robbie on, on Twitter and said, uh, I think I'm going to win this one. So Always up for a fight, that Alison. Well, so if listeners at home think that NUS is either good for nothing or the next bastion of British politicians, then do get in touch and uh, let's keep this debate going, I think. <laughs> NUS, it's about the wonderful role of Labour students gives you to lead your community. Anyway, we move on. So Neil McLaughlin did not enjoy episode one. He tweeted at me to say that progress is an oxymoron. Blairism in the third way had its day and was good-ish for the times, but we have moved on. Politics is now about disestablishmentarianism. Time to move with the times. I'll admit that the rise of disestablishmentarianism in modern politics has passed me by a little bit. I'd not realised that progress was fundamentally anti-disestablishmentarian in its outlook. So, Richard, why are you opposed to disestablishing the Church of England from the state? <laughs> this is the current crazy we find ourselves in uh, the Labour Party. But I'm sure Owen Jones will add it to his list of centrist transphobes insults that we can read about in the future. My f- personal favourite Twitter response this week was right-wing Labour scum only wants to stay in the single market to block Corbyn's nationalisation project neoliberal centrist dad traitors. That was from a u- user called Haunted Toilet, who um, <laughs> also has a North Korean flag in their username. Oh, I, okay. I mean, one of the easy ways I deal with some of the nonsense you see on Twitter is that if it's from an anonymous account, I assume it's all one person that's totally obsessed and wrong at all times, which makes it slightly easier in my own brain about how to deal with some unpleasantness that's out there. But it is oh, just so tiring. It's like the British rail system is owned by all the different EU nations. The idea the EU is what is stopping us renationalising it is obviously for the birds, but let's not let the facts get in the way on this one. I can't wait until the uh, kind of popularity of babies' names comes through next year and we find that Haunted Toilet, North Korean flag, <laughs> is actually one of the most popular baby names in the country. But he called us centrist dads, and on that topic we did promise a centrist dad T-shirt to the best iTunes review we received this week. We've had loads of reviews, which is really great. There's no. really nice reviews and, and a mixed picture. Yeah, so Bance meets vision, says Lefty B. Somewhere between the pub with your mates, earwigging in Westminster lobbies, and a good conference fringe. But Lefty B also did lament that there was no bitching yet. So Richard, is there anyone that you want to bitch about to get the ball rolling? No, carry on. <laughs> a similar review from East End Packers. He said, finally, a pod to further debate down the pub or on the doorstep. Fantastic podcast to compliment the new European and Romaniacs, writes Sinjin2000. They added, just what us centrist dads want, a centrist dad dream cast. <laughs> Cleverly replacing the word pod with dream there to recreate the name of a late 1990s game console. It was predictable, really, that the progress podcast would devolve into 90s nostalgia by episode one. <laughs> so we'll be offering a tough on crime, tough on the causes of crime, keywing to the first person who leaves a review, describing <laughs> us as a dream cast. I thought Kevin Peel had a really good review uh, that followed. He called us the UK alternative to Pod Save America, which I think is a brilliant compliment because that is an excellent podcast that I personally enjoy listening to and I'm sure many of our listeners will as well. 
So he says it's one that people have been waiting for. So that is nice. He also he also wanted the podcast to rename as Podgrass, which I know is a... That was my first idea and you laughed at me. Yeah, I think and it's that's a your terrible stand-up name. comic. <laughs> you get to arbitrate what is funny or not. My favourite thing we were discussing, we've had one iTunes review that wasn't a five-star review. And we were talking about this in the office. It was, it was a mere four stars. And it turns out that it was, in fact, our events and membership officer, Laura, who had <laughs> <laughs> given us... She said that she wanted to be realistic about how good the show was. Although she did praise the theme tune, which she said reminded her of uh, Strictly Come Dancing. So I'm pleased that she's keeping us on our toes. <laughs> she really least. is. So, Richard, as our resident centrist gunkle, perhaps you could choose the winner of the Centrist Dad T-shirt. I think it has to be Sinjin2000, who had the wonderful thing that called us a fantastic podcast to compliment the New Europeans and Romaniacs. What great company to be in. If Sinjin2000 wants to email in with their full name, address and what T-shirt size they want to office at progressonline.org.uk or you can direct message myself at, at Richard Angel, Connor Pope at, at Connor Pope or the main Progress account at Progress Online and we will put that in the post. If you're a lin- listener who sent us a screenshot of your podcast subscription, your single market campaign badge is in the post to you today and heading out the doors to all of those people other competition was connor's political pub quiz question you'll remember connor asked what was the topic of shadow justice secretaries richard bergen's cambridge dissertation what's the answer connor Drum roll. So congratulations. First of all, congratulations to Toby Dickinson, who got this He knew right. the answer. Yeah, we'll be sticking a progress mug in the post to you, Toby. So we've given out a T-shirt, badges and a mug. I know, we're going to go out of business. <laughs> um, Richard Bergen was a literature student. He wrote his dissertation on the poem V by Leeds writer Tony Harrison, which is set in Yorkshire during the 1980s miners' strike. It opens with a quote from Arthur Scargill, and it includes a section later on. It's quite a long poem, but you can listen to it all on YouTube includes a section about jeering at smooth Hugh Gateskill's electioneering. Hugh was obviously a Leeds MP until 1963. And was a centrist back in the day. He was the <laughs> he was the moderniser or the leader of the modernisers in the late you, 40s. 50s. You made some Hugh Gateskill badges. Fight, fight, fight again. He was the party who pledged to fight to save our party uh, and uh, won the argument back. Have you got any left? I have, yes. Why don't we... Anyone who subscribes in the next few days, if they post their screen grab on Twitter at Progress Online, on Instagram at Progress Online, on Facebook forward slash Progress Labour, or by emailing us in at office at progressonline.org.uk, you can have a fight, fight, fight again badge to add to your collection of the Labour single market campaign ones. You can now get your fight, fight, fight again badge. Brilliant. And on the kind of subject of fighting and fighting and fighting again, we wanted to use this episode each week to kind of talk about someone who has, you know, stayed in the party to fight and keep fighting for what they believe in. Uh, So, Richard, I think you wanted to finish with a conversation that you had with someone this week about just that. Yeah, Alison said in her trailer for this that we want to give a voice to those people who've got our politics in the party to feel that they've got a home in our great party. And one of the things that keeps me motivated in my job when sometimes it can feel a little despondent is the emails we get from people who basically say they stay because of the work that we do. And people will know that we've had a funding challenge recently, but we've come through it because our members have rallied and supported what we do. And it's emails like this, I think, that are behind that. So I came into work in between getting off the tube and arriving in the office. I had an email from one of our longstanding, actually 100 club members, and it read, it is with regret that I would like to cancel my membership. And my little heart sunk. So I emailed back, why? Have we done something <laughs> wrong? 
And the email back saying, you've done nothing wrong, Richard, but to be frank, I'm disillusioned with the party at the moment on all sorts of key policy issues, and I'm considering whether I want to remain a member. Europe is a key issue for me, and our leadership are incompetent and ineffective. The party needs a new and different approach. Well, I think a lot of us know how they feel. So obviously I went back saying, we are the new and different approach that the party needs. Surely you can stay a member just £3 a month and help us be and come up with that alternative going forward. Anyway, by lunchtime he replied saying, fine, I'll stay for £3 a month for the time being. Anyway, some time went on and as I was leaving the office... All of that conversation happened before lunchtime. Literally, right. (laughs) And so as I left for the day, I looked down at my phone and this person emailed saying, I may have performed more U-turns than Ted Heath this afternoon, but I'm happy to commit £10 a month, put me back in the 100 Club. I've just had a bad day and the Labour Party peed me off. And I kind of like, well, we've all kind of been there but that person sticks with us and knows that the future of this party is a pretty strong run and that our ideas are worth fighting for making the argument with and quite frankly sticking together as a group of people who believe that a social democratic party has a future in this country and we can help make that happen brilliant i think that is a great place to leave it for this week so listeners if you have any feedback recommendations or questions do send them through to us And make sure you rate the podcast, review it online and subscribe and tell your friends to do the same. Absolutely. And we will do our best to reply to all of the responses next week. Thank you. You've been listening to the Progressive Britain podcast with Connor Pope and Richard Angel. The music is When in the West by Blue Dot Sessions, licensed under Creative Commons. And this episode was produced by Carolyn Crampton. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.